different. In fact, Imar Batanya will actually have mina karka tefach. It says uh, you shouldn't um, you shouldn't lift it up, raise it up from the ground. The tefach. When you're carrying the leashes, you should make sure that it should be at least a tefach higher than the ground. Once if, if it's if it's too close to the ground, then that's a problem. But if it's higher up from the ground, it's a tefach. But we don't see any restriction on how much is coming out of your hand. We only, it says, the only restriction we have in this whole setup is if it's higher than the ground of Teva, but how much is coming out of your hand, we didn't say. So, no, we're not discussing the, there's two different issues. The rope that's in your hand, there's a, there's a, that it shouldn't be a Teva coming out of your hand. The, the, the expanse of the rope between your hand and the animal, the leash itself, the main part of the leash itself, that has to be a Teva higher than the ground. So there's two different parts of the rope we're talking about. That's why you have two different concerns. The rope that's in your hand can't have a tefak coming out of your hand, and the rope that's between your hand and the animal has to be at least a, a tefak above the ground. For finishing up here, the Indian of what an animal can go in with and go out with. And Shabbos, Hamar, a donkey is now allowed to go out with the Merdas with that thing on it which warms it up. But Mancha in a if it's not tied to him. And the Gemara said before, if you remember, that what it, of course it means that it's tied to it. If it's not tied to it, then obviously you can't go out with it. What it means is that it wasn't tied to it on Arab Shabbos. It was only tied to it on Shabbos. It has to be tied to it on Arab Shabbos in order for it to be considered a lavush of it. But if it only becomes tied to it on Shabbos, so then it's considered a masa. That's what the Gemara said on Daphnun Gimel, on the Aleph explaining this Mishnah. So it doesn't mean it's not tied. It means it wasn't tied to an Arab Shabbat. So like Zog, you can't go with a bell, even if it's stuffed up. And it cannot go out with a ladder on its neck. And now it's a strap by its feet. And we'll see in the Gemara what the purpose of those things were. It's considered a masa, these things. And what it, we'll see what a Tzulam and a Tzavari is and a Ritzua, Shabaragoi was. And Tanagayim cannot go out the chutin, not with strings. We'll see what that was for. We'll see what that was for. The males cannot go out with uh, a little wagon under their tail. A wagon under their tail. There's tiny, it was like a small wagon that they would make to put under its tail. Um, and, I want to say where am I? Um, and the reason is to protect it from the from the ground, to, to protect the tail from dragging on the ground. Rashi explains the physiology of it, why it was necessary, based on the, how the tail is is made. So the males cannot go out with this little wagon tied to its tail to protect it from the ground. And the females, she cannot go out. And we'll see what chanunas are. An eagle, you know, a calf does not go out with a gimai. So like, we'll see also what that means. It can't go out with the ar hakuper. Um, we'll see. And the the ar of a kuper, the kuper, Rashi explains, the kuper itself was a sheriff. It was like a porcupine or something like that. And you would, they would take its skin, which had all the sharp things sticking out, bristles sticking out, and they would tie it to the dadim of the para in order to prevent 
prevent shrotzim from coming and sucking on the para. So there would be a protective um, covering for the danim of the para. The power of Rebbe Azariah would go out with the Tzua Shabin Karnel between its horns. Without the consent, or the Chum did not agree that you should be allowed to do that. And that last thing is going to cause, spark the whole Agarita Gemara, as we'll see soon. My time what's the reason why it has to be tied on Erev Shabbos? It has to be tied, has to be tied on Erev Shabbos. That's what it means. Like the unusual Gemara for the Gemara to just be quoting another Gemara and just saying like we said before. Like we said a couple of ago. That's we explained explained this a couple of ago, what this means. It wasn't tied in not a bell. Even if it's stuffed up and it can't make any noise, you can't take it out. Even though it's not a masa. But it looks like you're taking it to the marketplace. It looks like you're taking it to the marketplace. That's what they used to do. And and um, Rashi says it's for the hana of the of the animal. Um, for going to the marketplace. I don't know what the hana is. But it's uh, that's. It looks like you're taking it to the marketplace with the gzera. You can't take it out with a sulam with a ladder shabbat savari on its neck. What does that mean? Amravuna beilua. And it was it's this thing, this contraption you tie next to its cheek. What is it there In case if it has a maka on its neck, so the animal may normally would turn its face and to lick the maka or to scratch it with its teeth, which we don't want it to do because it's going to prevent it from healing. So we put. Um, a contraption like a splint type of thing, and it's uh, and right by its cheek so that it cannot turn its neck, can't turn its neck, and then bite or scratch or lick the the, the maca that's that's healing. That's the purpose. That's the purpose of it. Even though we said before it could go out with a splint on a broken bone, here it can't go after it. Rashi explains the reason is because this is more expensive. This contraption is more expensive than a splint, and if it falls, you're going to come to carry it. That's why you're not allowed to do that. So, but let's just read the Lamai Abdullah Echad the Islam Market, the Lehadr Chaich Bay. So it cannot go and be Chaich and scratch it with its teeth. The Labor Tsua Shabaragwe cannot go out with the Ritsua strap on its legs. The Abdullah Gizra, the reason why there's a strap there is if it's um, an animal, if, it's, if it has short steps, so it's, its knees and feet knock together. So you put the Ritsua there to prevent it from hitting each other while it's walking. What do you make a what do you tie a chut to a tarnagal for the in order to make a simon so that you don't confuse the different tarnagalim with each other um, or with other people's tarnagalim. So it's like a simon, it's like a, a brand of ownership, a way people to know whose it is. And you can't let out tarnagalim with a ritua, with a strap. The abdi for money. It's there, you tie its two feet together with a short ritsua so that it can't lift its leg um, because Tanagalim can kick, and they can kick it, they can break Kalem. So you tie its feet so it doesn't break Kalem. That's the whole idea of Tsreiris and Babakama. Vena Scharim Yotin Bagola, Scharim do not go out with an Agola, a little Agola on its tail, Kiechizlai Lechamtin Al Yosa. The reason that you would make that in the first place, the little wagon that you tie it to its tail and it goes along with it is so that it shouldn't, it protects its tail. 
means it shouldn't get hit on the rocks. It's it's This this is a fascinating Gemara. I mean, all Gemara star and Chazshomim again. You're not supposed to say that. I'm just saying what the Gemara's questions here are very interesting on on this. The Gemara says Yasser Achabar Ula Kamei Dochis, and he said that Chanunos um, means is that when you shear off the wool of an animal, now it's it's it has no um, wool left, so it's, it's very vulnerable to the cold, and you have to keep it warm. So Mishosh Goyz is a nice thought. When you shear it, Taimin Lo Azak B'Shemen, you you submerge an azak. An azak is a piece of cotton, b'shemen in oil. And then you put it on its on its forehead of the zemel kadesh lighted so it shouldn't get too cold. So it prevents it from from freezing. Alir chister chister says that's extraordinary um, pampering of of, a, of an animal. It says you, you can do that. That's what you do. You uh, you go you go to such lengths to do that. You can't see the you made this uh, this sheep, female sheep, like Marukva. Now, Marukva was an example of someone who was a very respected person. He was Tamil Chacham, he was an Aisha. Rashi says he's an Abedin. So, someone like that, you Machabit, someone like that, you, you would pamper, not, not a, not a Rachel. I don't know if he's asking on the Metzias. It's like It sounds like that's what they did. So, what does what it mean? What is this Taina? Taina, you shouldn't be doing that for. But now he didn't make it up. He didn't make up the fact that they did it, Luchaira. Um, but he, he, he was criticizing this is a, you don't do this for a Rachel. This is what you do for Marukva, who was an usher and an Avdezen. But you know, you're, not, you're not supposed to be Machshiv a, a Rachel like that. So, Ella, so that's not what it is. So, so the first shot in Chanunos was, means this piece of cotton that's on its forehead to prevent it from freezing. Uh, that it can't go out within Shabbos. Um, that it can't go out within Shabbos. So, but we just said it can't be the Pshat because that would be pampering it too much. Amalei of Chista, Mekin, Asisa, Marukva, Amalei, El Yasser, Papa, Bashmol, Kamei, Rav Chista, Papa, Bashmol, stand in front of Rav Chista, Yasser, Bicham, Bishashik, this is what it is. Bishashik, Kairat, Lele, at the time when it, it, it's about to give birth, it's Kairat, it bends its knees to give birth. Taim, Moshnei, Azokin, Shal, Shemen, Bishemen, you dip two pieces of cotton in Shemen, Menichem, La, Achara, Padachta, one of them you put on her forehead, the Achara, Ala, Rechem, and one of them, you put it on the rechem, on on the womb, kadeshet ischam, so it should warm up. Amalei of Nachman, Nachman said in Cain, if that's what you do, vaito you're pampering the animal. Okay, now see the Yalta, you made this rachel like Yalta. Yalta was Ashes of Nachman, was the, she was the wife of Rav Nachman. Her name was Yalta. And Rav Nachman was uh, was a chasna de benesia. He was the son-in-law of the, of the Nasi. He was. Uh, it was other mechubed at Ma'od, and his wife was also mechubedes. That's what you do for her. You don't do this for for Rachel. So the Gemara says, okay, the third shot is so. Those first two shotim were what Chanunah says. Now we have a third shot. What Chanunah is? There is a wood type of wood in the islands. The Chanun Shema, and it's called Chanun. And you take a splinter from it, you put it into the nose of a Rachel, so that it should sneeze. It triggers the sneeze response. So all the bugs that reside in her head will come out. If you want to clean out her head, 
of the rachel. So what you do is you cause it to sneeze, and you uh, all the dani rush, all the bugs, the worms that are in her head, get shaken out of or, or shaken out of her her head. So it comes out of the head. That's the purpose. I don't know what you need that special ace for, but I guess that specifically triggers the sneezing response. So that's what Hanuna says. That's what, so if you're putting it in her nose, putting it in her nose, it can't go out with it on Shabbos. So Kimara, why is that dafka for Rachel? Yachis Charim Nami, Zachar also, even the, um, so why don't you have to put it into the nose of a Zachar? Why is the mission only talking about Nekeva, not a Zachar? So Gemara, even the Meganchi, Nagchi, Zacharim, Badadi, since the Zacharim, the Rams, they, they fight each other, they, um, they butt heads with each other, the male enough one, the male comes out by itself. So you don't need this piece of wood for a zakhar. The worms come out by by itself. Shimon Nezira Omar Kisma de Risma. Shimon Nezira says that this is a, a Kisma de Risma. This it's not an eight that's called Hanuna. From it's rather it's a Kisim of a Roisim. Remember, remember we had Roisim before in Parakira. Got something of wood which gets very hot when you burn it. Um, that it's a piece of, it's a splinter from a rhizome tree that you put into its nose. That's what Shimon Nazir said. Okay, now, so that's three and a half shots in, in what Hanunas means. Dr. Mabishlam Hanunas. Makes sense for Ravuna said the last shot. It, it comes from a tree called Hanun. So that's why the Mishnah says it can go as Hanunas. That's the word Hanunas. Makes sense. According to Rabbanon, what is Hanunas? The other ones, the other pshatim where you put the cotton on the stomach and the cotton on the forehead is an act of rachmanus for the animal. You mean rachman the animal so it shouldn't freeze. So that's why it says chanunais. It's not the name of the thing, that's what it's called, called chanunais, because it's an act of rachmanus. The ena eagle yotze begimon, vaita in the gemara, the 15 lines from the bottom, the ena eagle yotze begimon, and eagle doesn't go out with the gimon, my eagle. The Gimel, what does that mean? Amar Huna Barnira. Barnira means a small yoke. A small yoke that you put on the neck of the animal. It's like a training yoke. It's not a real yoke uh, for, for an adult. It's a small yoke, but it's to train the animal so that its head should be bent. So when it gets older, its head will be bent down. That's a, it cannot go out with this on Shabbos. That's a Gimel. Amar Huna my Mashmada Hai Gimel, Lishna Demekov. How do you know that the word you see the word, word gimain is used as a lashon of makeup, which means to bend over? That's what it means. The chsiv, the pasuk says, halachayf ke'agmain roshay. His head bent over like an agmain. So you see the lashon of gimain. An agmain is something which is bent over. So that's why we call it a gima. That's why we call it a gima. So like para ba'ar akupar, the first wide line of the gemara, the avdulei. So you put a para, you put an ar hakupar, the ar of a porcupine on it. Yali. Yali refers to the bugs, the worms. To be mitzayt means to suckle. So you don't want them to suckle on the para, so you protect its dadim with um, with the ar of the kupa. The and you can't use a ratsua between the, the horns. And if you, the Gemara says, Ilarav, if you remember back from the beginning of the parak, Ilarav, Bein Lenoi, Bein Lashamar Zaster, it's considered a Masa, whether it's Lenoi, or whether it's for Shmira. Either Shmuel, Lenoi, also Lashamar Motor, or according to Shmuel, if, it's only, if the Ritu is there for Noi, then it's a problem. But if it's for Shmira, it's not a problem. The type of Shmira we're talking about, if you recall, is a Shmira Yisei an extra Shmira, which is not necessary. 
That was the Machlekes then, whether Shmiri, Yitzirusi, Yitzirus is considered a Masa or not considered a Masa. So that's what, so Gmur is just saying, this that it says Ritzul Shabin Karnel, I can't go out with, that's according to Rav, that's talking about a Ritzul of Noi, and, 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 or a Ritzul of Shmiri, Yitzirus, according to Shmur, it's talking about of Noi, but not of Shmiri, Yitzirus, because Shmiri, Yitzirus is Masa. So the Gmur, Parasashar, Velozim, and Azariah, now the Gemara starts by Gavit the Gemara, um, the, the, and also while explaining the Mishnah, it says the Parah of Rebbe Lozim and Azariah would go out with the Ritzuah between its horns, Shalei Barasim Chacham, without the consent and the endorsement of the Chacham. So it sounds like from the Gemara that there was one Parah, that he owned one Parah. It says Parasashar, Rebbe Lozim and Azariah. The Gemara is bothered by that because we know he was a tremendous Gvir. He got a huge Yerusha. Parasashar, Rebbe Lozim and Azariah, was there one para? I'm a rab, I'm a member of Yehuda, a rab. Tracer Alfi Egli, 12,000 agolis have a meister, and a dime, and Edric called Shasta Shasta. Every year, the meister from his flock was 12,000 agolis. 12,000. So obviously, he had 120,000 agolis. So how can you say he only had one para? So here the Gabar tells us a big Yisai the Chiddush, Alacha. And that's what the purpose of the Mishnah. The Mishnah is coming to Miram is this halacha. Tana it wasn't his para. The case in the Mishnah was not his para. It was someone else's para. It was a woman who lived next to him who had had one para, and she would let it go out with the ritzua shavin karnel. And because he wasn't meicha, because he wasn't meicha, he didn't protest against it. It was considered his. So it's, it's called his. The Mishnah says it was called the Lord because he didn't protest, so he owns it. He owns it, not literally, it means it was his, it was his problem. If it was the Chacham weren't happy with it, they weren't happy with him, because he should have been Micha. And the Gemara uses this to go into the, the responsibility of a person to be Micha, and what happens if he's not Micha. Rabbi of Chanina, of Chaviva, Masnu Bakula Seydemayin, in all of Seydemayin, Including Shabbos, Whenever they came across a pair of Chacham arguing with each other, saying a memra, and where it was, um, I'm sorry, let's say, Rabbi Chanina, Rabbi Yechon, Rabbi Chaviva, Master Mekul, say the Ma'id, Koki Aizuga, Chufi, Rabbi Yechon, Rabbi Yechon, there are those who switched. Whenever these four came up, Rav, Rav Chanina, Rav Yechen, Rav Chaviva, together, they would switch out the name of Rav Yechen and put in Rav Yonis. So it's like an editor's note, so to speak. They, uh, um, Rav, Rav Chanina, Rav Yechen, and Rav Chaviva, all of them said the following, and then the inter- interrupts and says, whenever we have, whenever we have this, pe- this pairing, these four, some take out Rav Yechen and put in Rav Yonis as, as who this person is. Anyway, what they said was, was anybody who's able to be Micha, to protest something that they're doing in his house, so the people in his house are Micha, and he doesn't protest, mitzvah he gets swept up in the punishment, and they get punished, um, he, gets, uh, he gets swept up in it. Mitzvah al because he should have been Micha. If you're not Micha, it's irresponsible. is people in the city, the same thing, mitzvah al he becomes responsible for the people of the city gets he gets swept up in their Einish as well. Um in the whole world. If he could have been Micha and he wasn't, he gets swept up in the Einish that affects the whole world. 
Now, what Rashi says, Rashi says doesn't mean the whole world, it means all of Kval Yisrael. And that, this obviously only refers to someone who can influence all of Kval Yisrael. That would be like the Melech or the Nazi. And since he could have been Micah, and he wasn't, so then he gets swept up in the Einish of the, of the Tzibar. It shows how Chamer this Indian is. It says, What does the Pasuk mean? The Pasuk says in Yeshaya, it says, Hashem de Mishpat Yavai im Ziknei Amai v'sarav. Because Baruch will enter into judgment with the Ziknei Amai, the Skenim of Klai Yisrael and its princes. Now, Zatimah im Sarav Chatil. 